the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The fire of your coming, the glory of your presence, we shake the earth and every heart will know. You are Messiah, Yeshua HaMashiach, Lion of Judah, the God of Israel. Shalom and welcome to Heart of Messiah radio broadcast. My name is Steve Weiler and I'm the lead rabbi of Shoresh David Messianic Synagogues. Currently we're serving in Wesley Chapel, St. Pete, South Bay near Riverview and Tampa. We welcome all visitors as we desire to see those who are Jewish and not Jewish worshiping together in unity. We're honored to serve the listening audience of AM 570 WTBN and 910 WTWD, Tampa Bay's Faith Talk. Let's pray together. Avinu Malkenu, our Father, our King. We love you and praise you and worship you. And Lord, we know that in all things we are to bless you. And so we are excited about who you are in our lives and what you do. And Lord, we are so excited that we want others to know you, others to know your love, your peace, your joy, your compassion. And so, Father, help us to have divine appointments. Help us to share our faith. Help us to be anointed to bring the good news to the people we come in contact with. So, Lord, we pray. We continue to pray for uh, the people in Houston. We pray for the people in Florida. We pray for all of us, O Lord, to uh, not be hurt by these storms. We pray that they go out to sea and stay there. Uh, Lord, we ask you, Father, to just pour out your spirit upon us that we can truly uh, be confident and trust in you. So we bless you and thank you in the name of Yeshua. Amen. Yeah, some of you uh, might be wondering what I'm praying about. Here it is on Sunday, but you know I record this on Wednesday. So uh, give me a little grace, and I'm praying that that, uh, the hurricane goes out to sea. Amen? Well, I don't know what it already did, but uh, yes. And by the time you hear this, last night uh, we had an all-night prayer meeting, so I'm praying that we still have had that, and uh, that's always very exciting where we get to pray from 7 in the morning to uh, 7 at night, excuse me, Saturday night to 7 in the morning this morning. And uh, for those wonderful people who have stayed with me, I get to cook them breakfast, yeah. At any rate, it is good to speak to you once again. You know, last week we started talking about the month of Elul. And during this month, 
It should be a time of preparation as we get ready for God's appointed times, which are the fall feast days that God instructed all of us to keep in the book of Leviticus. Now, some of you might say, but I'm not Jewish. Well, Leviticus wasn't written just for Jewish people. It was written for all of us. At any rate, that's what I believe. At this time, we're about to begin the process of searching ourselves. And when we find those areas that God wants to deal within us, we're to repent and to become clean before the Lord. So this is obviously is a key to have a, having a strong and intimate relationship with the Lord. And, and look, some of you might think that, well, we can do this all, all times of the year. Yeah, absolutely. But there's a special emphasis during these fall feasts and at the time of preparation before them. So as part of this preparation time, there's something else that is extremely important that we should be doing, and that is sharing our faith, and especially with God's Jewish people. So during this time, Jewish people are generally more open and at least interested in engaging in conversation about God. So here is another area that I believe God is calling you to do preparation work with. So before we even get into the teaching, I'm going to ask you to do something, all right? Get a a pencil and a piece of paper and make a list of all the Jewish people you know family, friends, co-workers, doctors, attorneys, whomever. And if you do nothing else, pray for them. However, let me tell you why I believe it's important for you to do more than that, and then how to do it. So, really, the first question is, why should Christians share their faith with Jewish people? Well, Romans 1.16 says this, For I'm not ashamed of the good news, and for it is the power of God for salvation to everyone who trusts. Now, the scripture does not end there. I know that's where people end it. But then it says, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. And you know what? The scripture doesn't even end there. It says, in it... The righteousness of God is revealed from trust to trust, as it is written, but the righteousness shall live by emunah, or faith. How often do people quote only part of this verse and certainly never get to the next verse, and if they do it, they do it totally out of context. I believe God is setting up one of his patterns, his order of how things are to be done. Non-Jewish believers should first seek to concentrate and share their faith with Jewish people. Notice that verse 17 refers to verse 16 when it says that it is in the righteousness of God. So sharing to the Jew first is part of his order, part of going from faith to faith or trust to trust. And it's part of the righteousness of God, which means this is an issue of faith because you would normally not think this way. Who thinks I'm going to go first to Jewish people and share my faith? None of you. 
<laughs> I would think none of you, except those of you, of course, who listen to the program every week and know the heart of Messiah, right? <laughs> but this is God's way. It's his order. It's his pattern to follow. Look, Paul understood this concept. Romans 9.1 says, I tell the truth in Messiah, I do not lie. My conscience assuring me in the Holy Spirit that my sorrow is great and the anguish in my heart unending. Do you feel his pain? Right? Verse 3, for I would pray that I myself were cursed, banished from Messiah for the sake of my people my own flesh and blood who are Israelites. To them belong the adoption and the glory and the covenants and the giving of the Torah and the temple service and the promises. To them belong the patriarchs and from them, according to the flesh, the Messiah, who is over all God blessed forever. Amen. Do you get the sense of what Paul is saying? This is Paul's heart. This is also the heart of Messiah. In Matthew 10, 5, Yeshua sent out these 12 and ordered them, do not go to the Gentiles and do not enter into any Samaritan town, but go instead to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. The ministry even of Yeshua was first to the Jew. Matthew fifteen twenty four. but he responded, I was sent only to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. God once again is showing his order, first to the Jew, then to the rest of the world. And I just love, how often do I quote from John 17, verses 20, I pray not on behalf of these only, meaning the Jewish people, but also for those who believe in me through their message, that they all may be one, meaning the Jewish people and the Gentiles being one in Messiah. Now, actually, it's not the Jewish people and the Gentiles. It's really the Jewish people and the believers who are not Jewish. So it's the two sets of Jewish people. I'm sorry, the two sets of believers, the Jewish believers and the Christians. That's who God wants to be one. He's not asking for believers and non-believers to be one because that would not work in God's kingdom, right? Don't you see it? So as you read John 17, verses 20 to 24, just understand the concept here that God wants the Christians and Jews who are believers in Yeshua to be one in Messiah. How are they going to become one if you don't speak to them about Yeshua, right? Who will share with Jewish people? And you'll say, hey, Rabbi Steve, you'll do it. You're Jewish. Well, I can be a witness by my lifestyle, and I can certainly share my faith when given the opportunity, but honestly, you will be better at sharing with Jewish people than I. Not because you know better what to say, maybe you do, but because they will listen to you because they see Jewish believers like myself as traitors, and I am offensive to them. But Christians, hey, they're, they have a different point of view than Jews, and so they can be more tolerant of you than they can be of me. So, look, God has a plan. 
And so we've got to follow God's word always because that's the heart of the Messiah. So first, God said that he would scatter the Jewish people, and then he said he would bring them back. And you can be part of that plan, not only the plan to bring the Jewish people back to the land, which many have already gone back to the land, but bring them back spiritually. So let's look at the scripture. In Ezekiel 36, 19, it says, I scattered them among the nations, so they were dispersed through the countries according to their way and their deeds I judged them. Wherever they went among the nations, they profane my holy name, since it was said about them, these are the people of Adonai, yet they had to leave his land. Okay, well, that's, that's what happened, right? But look at what's about to happen and what's been happening. Ezekiel 36, 24, I will take you from, meaning the Jewish people, from among the nations, gather you out of all the countries, and bring you back into your own land. Then I will spring clean water on you, and you will be clean from all your uncleanness and from all your idols. Moreover, I will give you a new heart. I will put a new spirit within you. I will remove the stony heart from your flesh and give you a heart of flesh. I will put my spirit within you. Then I will cause you to walk in my laws so you will keep my rulings and do them. Then you will live in the land that I gave to your fathers. You will be my people and I will be your God. So I will save you from your uncleanness. Look. This is the time I believe that God is calling you out there, you, to speak to the Jewish people so you can be part of God's plan. You know, God usually uses people to do his work. Will you be part of that work, bringing Jewish people to receive a new heart, put the, put them in a position where they can be get that clean water sprinkled on them and receive God's Spirit? Are you willing to make a list of your Jewish friends and acquaintances you know now? Come on, make that list now. How do you approach Jewish people? Well, in many ways, the same way you'd approach anyone. You create a relationship of love and trust by asking questions. You don't kind of hit them over the head with the scripture. You you have a conversation. Hey, I was curious I see that the Jewish holy days are coming. Do you go to synagogue during the Jewish holy days? What do you believe? What do Jews believe about heaven? Do you believe that the Bible is God's word? These are great questions to ask, and the more you find out, the more you'll know how to speak to them. You could say something like this. As you know, I have a strong faith. But I wanted to learn more about what Jewish people believe. Ask their opinion on biblical questions. How do Jews interpret Isaiah 53? In Genesis 1.26, when it says, Let us make man in our image, after our likeness, what is the Jewish interpretation of who us is? <laughs> Ask questions about tr Jewish tradition. Are you going to have your... Children, bar, and bat mitzvah? What does that mean? Or if you want to be tricky, you could say, do you follow the tradition of tashlich? 
Now they probably will have no clue what tashlich means. It's the tradition during Rosh Hashanah of throwing breadcrumbs into a body of water, representing throwing our sins into the sea. This is taken from the scripture, Micah 7.19. Or as Yom Kippur is the Day of Atonement, how do Jews get forgiven by God for their sins? This is a great question. They'll hopefully talk for a long while. Now, I know some of you will want to discuss things that interest you and interest everybody, social issues. Well, let me warn you dramatically and strongly. (laughs) Do not talk about social issues. Jewish people, for the most part, are going to be They won't have a problem with abortion. They won't have a problem with homosexuality. And in general, are liberal about most conversational topics. And so you've got to be extremely careful because you're going to end up talking about politics instead of God. So I would just stay away from those subjects or just... Find a place to agree with them and change the subject back to God. If you're wearing jewelry, a Jewish star, a menorah, a chai, uh, our great conversation starters, the cross is often seen as a symbol of persecution. Look, we need to let our light shine before men in such a way that they may see our good works and glorify our Father who's in heaven, right? So don't argue. Don't take an offense, but rather find out from them things by asking questions and understand where they're coming from. Look, the more you know about someone and their opinions, the easier to know what to say and what not to say. (laughs) Questions, questions, questions. Show you're interested in them, and it gives you a better understanding of how to reach them. When you finally get to share God's word and the plan of salvation, it might work better if you learn how to do this in the beginning using just Hebrew scriptures rather than going into the new covenant. Yep, you can do it this way, and you can emphasize that you are using their Bible, and if they have a Bible, use it. If you Use your Bible, say that you're not going into the New Covenant or the Christian Bible. You're just going to emphasize from the Hebrew Scriptures. So let's look at what how we would do that. We're all sinners before God is the first concept. Isaiah 64, 6, uh, Ecclesiastes 7, 20, which says, Surely there is not a righteous person on earth who does what is good and doesn't sin. And Psalm 51, 3 through 7. Uh, Don't really have time to read these. You can read them for yourself. The second concept is to say, look, we're separated from God by sin. And they say, how come? Well, in Isaiah 59, 2, it says, rather your iniquities have made a separation between you and your God. Your sins have hidden his face from you so that he does not hear. And then you say, well, look, what is needed, believe it or not, is blood. (laughs) Blood is needed for the atonement for our sins. 
And you can find this in Leviticus 17:11. for the life of the flesh is in the blood. And I've given it to you on the altar to make atonement for your lives, for it is the blood that makes atonement because of the life. And you can look at uh, Yom Kippur and, and, and the whole area of um, the blood of the Azazel, the scapegoat. And uh, you can see the blood on the doorpost in Egypt, which saved the firstborn lives. any rate, the fourth, uh, third concept, or fourth concept, excuse me, is God forgives and redeems us through his great love, which is Isaiah 53, 6. We all, like sheep, have gone astray. Each of us have turned to his own way. But Adonai has laid on him the iniquity of us all. Wow, God has put our sins on someone. Who is the someone? <laughs> so you can explain at this point, if you'd like, it's Yeshua. Yeshua is Hebrew. It, it means, from the English, salva- to the, uh, salvation. And, and so we see uh, this is the way we get salvation or have atoned for our sin. And then finally, the last concept is, you know, as we just said, someone took all your sins upon themselves. Who was that guy? So let's read a little further in Isaiah 53, 10 through 12. Yet it pleased Adonai to bruise him. He caused him to suffer. If he makes his soul a guilt offering, he will see his offering, offspring. He will prolong his days and the will of Adonai will succeed by his hand. As a result of the anguish of his soul, he will see it and be satisfied by his knowledge. The righteous one, my servant, will make many righteous, and he will bear their iniquities. Therefore, I will give him a portion with the great, and he'll divide the spoil with the mighty, because he poured out his soul to death and was counted with transgressors. For he bore the sin of many and interceded for the transgressors. Now, look, it's time to ask one more time, who does this sound like, and who does this describe? And, you know, a lot of people will understand that this is Yeshua, this is Jesus. Look, I believe that you can do this. So I'm offering to you two pages of sharing God's Word from the Hebrew Bible, and it will answer a lot of these questions. Plus, uh, we will also be able to share with you the, um, the uh, calendar from Shoresh David so you can bring your friends to our services, our special services on Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur. But look, you have to decide that you will do this. James 1, be doers of the word, not just tears, deluding yourself. Okay, so don't walk away and say, oh, I'd like to do that, and then not do it. Let your yes be yes. So will you go into action? Will you speak to your Jewish friends and family members? Will you invite them to our High Holy Day services? We're going to send you the calendar. We're going to send you God's Word from the Hebrew Scriptures, how to share God's Word you need to call Karen, 813-831-5673. Just ask her for this week's offer. She knows what to send. There's no cost. 
you know, uh, here, I'm just asking you to do the following. Make a list of everyone you know who's Jewish. Pray for them daily. Look for divine appointments. Consider contacting them and making an appointment that God will use for his glory. Call Karen. Get your calendar and get ready to share God's word from the Hebrew Bible sheets that we'll supply. Call her at 813-831-5673. If you're able to support this program, we'd love to hear receive your gift offerings. May the power of God's word and his spirit saturate you this day as you grow in your desire to have a heart like the heart of Messiah. Let's pray. Abba, Father, Teach us your ways so that our hearts would be hearts of flesh and not of stone. May our words and actions always reflect the heart of Messiah so that everyone who meets us will know that Yeshua is our Messiah and King. You are Messiah, Yeshua Mashiach, Lion of Judah. The God of Israel Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.